Is this something that may be invading your church or a friend's church? It's possible because it's spreading like wildfire. Right now, every hiding spirit, we expose you. We expose you in Jesus' name. It's meant to pump us up and make us look like we're superheroes and we glow in the dark and we walk on water and our words have power and we can do this and do that. No, we cannot. We do not have that power and authority. Welcome to Real Talk with Jordan Riley, where the real talk does not come from me. It comes directly from God's word. And before we get started today, please consider subscribing to our channel, giving this a thumbs up, and supporting what we do by going to realtalkwithjordan.com. On today's episode, we're going to expose the dangerous world of the New Apostolic Reformation, or the NAR. This movement is over 750 million people strong around the world, and it is leading people straight to hell. And we need to know the truth, and we need to sound the alarm. So are you ready? Let's go. Oh, dear Jesus. Oh, Lord. Yes, Lord. I've learned a, a quick prayer. I'll teach it to all you really quickly. Okie dokie, Lord. Okie dokie. Lord, I love your heavy, drunken glory. Lord, I love it. Lord, thank you, Father, for more of the heavy, weighty, drunken glory in this house today. That's my favorite little bit of you, Jesus. <laughs> Did you hear that gibberish and nonsense? The guy was acting like a fool. Is this anything you see in the Bible? Absolutely not. Please understand that. Is this something that might be invading your church or a friend's church? It's possible because it's spreading like wildfire. And this is commonplace in the New Apostolic Reformation. So I want to give you a quick overview of the NAR. I want to talk about their beliefs, their practices, the things they're doing. And I'm going to give you an example of each thing so you can see it for yourself. And you can help warn others with the truth. So let's get started. Number one, they believe that apostles and prophets have returned. <laughs> what? On June 23rd, 2008, they held a special commissioning ceremony for Todd Bentley live at Lakeland with the very biggest apostles and prophets of the charismatic movement. This is Peter Wagner, the head apostle of the entire charismatic movement worldwide. And here's Rick Joyner, the top prophet of the movement. This commissioning represents a powerful spiritual transaction taking place in the invisible world. With this in mind, I take the apostolic authority that God has given me, and I decree to Todd Bentley, your power will increase. Your authority will increase. Your favor will increase. Your influence will increase. Your revelation will increase. Of course, only weeks later, Todd Bentley's movement completely fell apart. Paul made it clear in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 8, that he was the last of the apostles chosen by Jesus. And also to be an apostle, you had to meet two criteria, which can't be met today. You had to have seen the risen Jesus, and you had to be appointed by him personally. But the Bible's clear that Jesus is in heaven, seated next to God the Father right now. So you cannot meet those criteria. 
Also, Paul made it clear in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 21, that the church was built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. There's only one foundation. You don't lay a second foundation upon one that's already been laid. So no, there are no apostles and prophets today. And if anyone claims to be one, please run. Number two, God is giving new revelations. Oh, goody. I was in the room. When the Holy Spirit first fell on David Roos like that, God began to talk to us about a move of the Spirit that would come. But when we were in our 20s, he said that the greatest move that we would ever see would come upon the children behind us. No, there are absolutely no new revelations today. Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and Jude chapter 1, verse 3 are very clear, especially in Jude. It says, contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. It didn't say it was continually being delivered. It was once for all delivered, past tense. We have everything we need in the word of God. Now, yes, the Holy Spirit does illuminate his word so that we can understand it. But there's no new revelations given by God today. And if someone says, you know, I, I heard from the Lord, God told me, God revealed it to me, dot, 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 dot. They better cite the chapter and verse where they got it from. Otherwise, they are liars. What did he say? They're manipulators and you need to run. Number three, the New Apostolic Reformation elevates experience over scripture. Watch this. Hear what the Spirit of God is saying. In fact, there was such an anointing that came uh, on, on, on Friday night. And as I was praying that afternoon, I said, Lord, I just want you to do something that you validate what you've given to me. And all of a sudden, as I was standing there on Friday night, I literally saw uh, out of the corner of my eye a human figure wearing a robe walk right around me. I knew it wasn't an angel. And I could see a beard and a mustache as it went fast. And it was Jesus. And, and I, I stopped and I said, Jesus, you're here. And you could feel the atmosphere immediately shifted. Come on, man, that's garbage. Now, this is all about God told me. I had a vision. I had a dream. I saw someone do this. In essence, they're talking about so-called God encounters. That's really what it is. Look at what Peter said in 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 16 through 19. They were eyewitnesses to the glory of God. But they said they had something more sure. Now, what was that thing that was more sure than something they saw and witnessed themselves? Well, in verse 19, it says it. It was the word of God. That's what we have that is more sure than anything else. Scripture is sufficient. Please hear me say that. We don't need to go anywhere, go to any other person to get that. We can open up our Bibles and hear directly from God himself. Please understand that the NAR, it is all in their heads. It's called extra biblical revelation. They don't get it from the word. They make it up. It's pure delusion and deception. Number four, they have an obsession, an unhealthy obsession with spiritual warfare. How can a Christian who has the Holy Spirit also have a demon? Yeah, so this is a major question that we can probably go along on. We won't take a lot of time on it. But I tell people all the time, a Christian could have whatever they want. Like they say, a Christian can't have a demon. And I'm like, 
uh, what else can they not have? Are they not allowed to have a donut? Are they not allowed to have a coffee? Some people receiving deliverance. No, Christians do not have demons. They cannot be possessed by demons. Now, they can be oppressed. We can be tempted or lied to by the enemy, but we cannot be possessed by him. Also, we do not have the authority to cast out demons and send them packing and tell them where to go. You need to leave. Nor do we have the authority to bind or rebuke Satan. This is all in God's hands, not ours. And you're going to hear this several times. This is a extremely man-centered message. It's meant to pump us up and make us look like we're superheroes and we glow in the dark and we walk on water and our words have power and we can do this and do that. No, we cannot. We do not have that power and authority. The Bible says in James 4, 7, it says to resist the devil and he will flee. It doesn't say to rebuke the devil. Also, Jude chapter 1, verse 9, it says that even the archangel Michael didn't rebuke Satan, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Think about that a second. And finally, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said that he has all authority in heaven on earth. He didn't say we had it. We have none. We are under his authority. We submit to his rule and his authority. We are not big gods or little gods and have this all this stuff. Not at all. Number five, they are always seeking signs and wonders. Check this out. Oh my God. These people are blinded by Satan. They will believe anything. Oh, look at that. There's gold falling from the sea. It's a glory cloud. Jesus is here. No, that's Hobby Lobby glitter pumped through the ventilation system. That's been proven, by the way, at Bethel Church, which is the goofiest church and all full of fake signs and wonders. They do fire tunnels. They do glory clouds. They soak on you know, grave soaking and stuff. They do all this stuff and it's not biblical. It doesn't bring glory to Christ. It twists God's word and it manipulates people. Now, why do they do that? It's because scripture is not enough. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 says that God's word is sufficient for everything we need. Also, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 says that we're not to go outside of what is written, what is in God's word, but they do it all the time. Also, Matthew 16, verse 4 says that a wicked generation seeks for a sign. Please understand, this is the same kind of thing that happened with Sarah Young, who wrote the heretical devotional, Jesus Calling. She even put it in her introduction that I knew that the Bible was God's word, but I yearned for more. <laughs> what? You yearn for more? That's pure deception. That is demonic, you guys. That's why we run from the new apostolic reformation. Number six, they're full of vague and false prophetic words. Check this out. You guys, I'm driving right now and I'm hearing the Lord say, go, Jesus. Go to your next destination. Go to your promised land. 
Do not hold back from what I have for you, Jesus. This is a time to put your hand to the plow. This is a time to go forward. This is not a time to go backwards. I repeat, do not go backwards. God is doing a new thing in you. God is changing you. God is moving you. God is transitioning you. What a load of nonsense. I mean, do I go to the mall or do I go get gas or stick my car in reverse? That was false prophet K. Nash. And Chris Rosebro calls that word salad. And that's all it is. It's not from God. It's always about good news and breakthrough and your season and just hang on and blessing and overflow is coming your way. <laughs> no. I mean, think about that. Did any prophet ever do that? No. Did Jonah go to Nineveh and say, you know what? Just hang on, you guys. Your season's about ready to come. No. No. He said, repent and turn to God. The Bible's concerned about your holiness, not your happiness. Not you're getting your, your cash and getting your big properties and your boats and your cars. Not at all. Also, you're going to see this in the New Apostolic Reformation. People come up with these vague so-called prophetic words or words of knowledge, which are pure nonsense. You know, God is telling me that there's a, a lady here and you have a back problem and God's going to heal you. Did any prophet ever do that in the Bible? No, not at all. Jeremiah 14 verse 14 it says that false prophets speak from the deception of their own minds. Number seven, the NAR believes that it's always God's will to heal and prosper you. <laughs> oh, really? Third John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you might prosper in every way and that your body might keep well, even as I know your soul prospers and keeps well. So we see right there that God wants us to be healthy. If you haven't noticed that the NAR loves to twist God's word and make it something exciting and wonderful for you. Oh boy, I can't wait. No, there's little to no understanding of God's word and what it actually means. Also, not one verse in the Bible says that God's will is to heal us or to make us healthy and wealthy and prosperous. Not at all. That's a lie. Look at Exodus chapter 4 verse 11 or Matthew 9 verses 18 through 30. Also, Paul left Trophimus sick in Miletus, told Timothy to take some, some wine for his frequent stomach ailments. Again, the, the NAR is full of stuff that will pump you up, but it leaves you empty and hurting. Please hear me say that. Now, does God heal today? Yes, he does. But it's according to his will and his way and for his glory. Number eight is the seven mountains mandate. This is talking about Jesus returning. Watch this. The seven mountain mandates are actually rooted in the new apostolic reformation. It has to do with the belief that Christians should literally take over seven areas of the world. Arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, and religion. Each of these things is considered a mountain that Christians think that they must dominate in order to cause the world to become a quote-unquote kingdom of God. And again, this is man-centered nonsense. That we're in control. You know, that we have the power to take dominion. It's called dominion theology. You know, if we take dominion over all the culture, then we're going to make this place better. We're going to clean up the earth. We're going to take control over it. And then Jesus is going to return. <laughs> no, not at all. 
2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5 is crystal clear. That is, the closer we get to Jesus' return, the last days that we're in, it's going to get darker, more evil, more sinful. The truth is going to be maligned. It's all over the place. Deception is going to run rampant. It's not getting better. The church is not going to take over. Not at all. We're going to be taken out of here in the rapture, but then Jesus is going to come and he's going to return upon this dark and evil, God-hating world, and he's going to destroy his enemies. And then he's going to make everything right and new. That's what the Bible actually teaches. Hallelujah! Number nine, they also teach that you can learn the spiritual gifts. <laughs> What? I can't do it for you, but I can tell you how to pray in supernatural languages. So you start speaking like little baby words and say them as fast as you humanly can when I begin to pray. And when the supernatural will become natural as you take a step, Peter, of faith. Raise your hands to holy God and begin to pray in a language you've never been instructed. If you don't move your tongue and speak, no one else will do anything. Now, this is all about making money and manipulation. It's 100% unbiblical. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11 proves them absolutely wrong. No one was ever taught a spiritual gift in the Bible. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives the gifts to whom he wills. That means he determines who gets it and what gifts he gives. Not because you paid the $99.99 to go to some goofy seminar or conference. Not at all. See, the NAR does this to manipulate people, to get your money, to make you rely on them and not on Christ. And they're banking on the fact that you don't know God's word. And sadly, I'm telling you right now, biblical illiteracy is running rampant upon this earth today. People do not know the word of God. And that's in line with Amos chapter 8, verses 11 and 12 that there would be a famine for hearing the word of God. And last but not least is number 10. And that is the New Apostolic Reformation. They claim that people can have super special anointings. Oh boy. There is an anointing called the Esther anointing. It was in 2010, 2009, 2010. God opened my eyes to this mystery of the Esther anointing. The grace that can pick you from Shushan and put you to sit in the palace. I stretch my hands right now. May that mantle for honor and favor that came upon Adasa, may that grace rest upon you now. Please understand that nowhere in scripture does anyone have any special anointings. 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 says that everyone who is in Christ is anointed, which means that we are chosen by God. There's no levels of anointing. You're not a better Christian than me. We're all one in Christ. Galatians 3, verse 28. See, the New Apostolic Reformation is extremely dangerous because it is a counterfeit version of Christianity, and it is deceiving people and leading people to hell. See, if you don't know God's word, then you will fall for anything that sounds good or sounds kind of close to it. So the best way to spot the counterfeit new apostolic reformation is to know the truth. And the only way to know the truth is to open your Bible 
and begin to read it, study it, know it, believe it, and apply it.